It's the first Prez Monday check-in. We'll have a chat, but not spill tea. Hey, it's the first Prez Monday check-in. We got the Bible and Greg and me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of the Monday check-in. I am Damon Jensen Heitman, one of the pastors, First Presbyterian Church, Hastings, Nebraska, joined by... Greg Allen Pickett, the other pastor of First Presbyterian Church in Hastings, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And this is the... Damon just got back to town, and Greg is about to leave, and so nobody really knows what's going on edition of the Monday check-in. Indeed. So there you go, because yep. it's summer. It's like busier than the fall. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) But that's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, The Monday check-in, for those who don't know, is we take a look at some of the scriptures that we're going to use for the upcoming Sunday, and we do a little mini Bible study. We uh, talk about those scriptures. We ask questions of the scriptures. We allow the scripture to ask questions of us if we're doing well. And then we switch gears to talk about a little bit about the life of the church at First Pres Hastings. And that is the plan for today as well. And we usually have an opening prayer. And I think it's your turn for the then opening prayer. Pray I shall. All right. Let's do it. Let's pray. Gracious God, thanks for bringing Damon and I here together particularly for getting Damon and all of our Go and Serve group back safely from Hazard County, Kentucky. Thank you for the transformational experiences that they had there and all of the ways that you went with them and guided them and loved them and inspired them to love each other and love the folks that they visited and helped. We also ask you, God, to bless the trip that leaves on Thursday to Scotland. God, be with the travelers. Give us a spirit of adventure, a spirit of flexibility, and an openness to your Holy Spirit and how it may be working among us as we seek to learn about the history of your church over there and how that connects with our own history and lives and hopefully in the end can inspire all of us to be more faithful disciples. Now, Lord, bless this study of your holy word. May it inspire us to more faithfully serve you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So this coming Sunday, I think we're probably going to use these scriptures, but I don't know that for sure. We've got options. It is Go and Serve Sunday, so our Go and Servers who just returned will be leading worship, sharing a little bit about what we did while we were in Kentucky, and and sort of, you know, what their learnings, growings, takings, aways uh, might have been from the trip. So, so I'll we'll read the stuff. This is portions of the call narrative of Moses that folks might be familiar with. We're going to read a little bit from 
Exodus chapter 3 and also from Exodus chapter 4. This In chapter 3 we pick up, this is um, right after the bit about the, the bush that burns but is not consumed. Uh, and Moses he takes off his sandals or whatever, right? Um, and so picking up at verse 11 of chapter 3, it reads like this. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? God said, I will be with you. And this shall be the sign for you that... Whew, this, and this shall be the sign for you that it is I who sent you. When I have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall worship God on this mountain. But Moses said to God, If I come to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your ancestors has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. He said further, Thus you shall say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the Israelites, The Lord, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is my title for all generations. And then a little bit more stuff happens. And then we pick up in Exodus chapter 4 at verse 10. But Moses said to the Lord, O my Lord, I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor even now that you have spoken to your servant. But I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. Then the Lord said to him, Who gives speech to mortals? Who makes them mute or deaf, seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you are to speak. But he said, O my Lord, please send someone else. Then the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. And he said, What of your brother Aaron, the Levite? I know he can speak fluently. Even now he is coming out to meet you. And when he sees you, his heart will be glad. You shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth, and I will be with your mouth and with his mouth and will teach you what you shall do. He indeed shall speak for you to the people. He shall serve as a mouth for you, and you shall serve as God for him. Take in your hand this staff with which you shall perform the signs. And that's uh, where we end the reading. For now. So, there you go. Greg, what do you got? Uh, interesting choice of call stories. I mean, there are a variety of call stories throughout the Old and New Testaments, and you picked portions of Moses' call story, which is weird. <laughs> oh, what is weird about it? Um, well, the, the naming of God, and God saying, I am who I am, and then I am the Lord, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we get to to Moses doubting his ability to do what the Lord is calling him to do, right? And then the Lord says, well, then I'll just use your brother Aaron the Levite and I'll speak through him. Yeah. 
it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a strange call I'm story. I'll tell you what to say, and you tell it to Aaron, and then Aaron will tell it to everybody we'll else. We'll play a giant game of telephone, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and don't mess it up. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so Which I just is an idea that angers God, right? Then the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. And I said, fine. Fine. I'll use Aaron. Uh-huh. Fine. It's <laughs> right. exactly uh, how I read that. Yep. And so I just, I find it interesting. You, this is going to be Go and Serve Sunday. You're mm-hmm. probably going to talk a little bit about a sense of call, mm-hmm. uh, a sense of maybe not, people not thinking they're equipped to do what they need to do, but they, they are able to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And there's a variety of call stories you could have chosen mm-hmm. to illustrate that point, and you mm-hmm. picked Moses's call mm-hmm. story. So, uh, what you doing there, Damon? Yeah. So during the trip, we talked about a lot, a lot of the call narratives. Um, we talked about this one. We talked about Abram and Sarai. Um, we talked which I almost preached on last Sunday. I preached right up to right. It, not the call story, but the the when basically the Lord's call story to Sarai that she's going to have a child. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, We talked about, we talked about the apostle Paul. Um, If you want to call that it and his uh, paradigm shift, his experience that he has on the road to just, it's a call narrative. I mean, he receives a mission from God in, in the course of that. And we talked about all these things within the context of identity and thinking about who we are and what what are the sorts of things that have shaped and formed us up to this point? Uh, who, who do we think that we are in this moment for good or for ill? Um, we talked about how do others perceive us? Um, how do the people who are closest to us perceive us? How do the people who are farther away from us perceive us? Um, and and also then sort of talking about, you know, how do we, how do we imagine that God sees us? Um, who do we imagine that God is calling us to be? Right. Um, this what we read in chapter four. This is like the seventh of Moses' objections to his call, yes. right? Um, yeah. This we've read essentially the first one and the last one, right? His first objection is, "What? Who am I that I should go?" Right. Right. And then also, okay, if I were to go and say these things, and then they ask me, "Well, who told you to say this stuff?" Who, who would I say is telling me to say this? And God, you know, I am to tell them I am sent you. I enjoy the mirroring in that portion of the narrative. Um, Moses, is, his question is, who am I? Uh, and God's response is, I am who I am. If you don't really... You don't really need to be anybody because I am who I am and I am with you. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Um, And so, I mean, essentially, I'm I'm using this as a way of thinking about 
who are we? Who do we want to be? Um, are you familiar with the movie The Iron Giant? I'm not, but I know it's one of your favorites. One of my favorite movies of all time. It's a cartoon. It's an animated film, yes. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> the difference between a cartoon and an animated film. Well, I think, you know, a cartoon, you know, you think Looney Tunes or something. It's well, serious. I am film. who I am. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a cartoon character? Popeye the Sailor Man. I am who I am. I am who I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Iron Giant is an animated film. Yeah, that I would highly recommend to anybody. Um, that also a big part of it is the question of like, who do you want to be in the world? Um, and you you get to choose mm-hmm. who you want to be in the world. And... Um, and these sorts of trips have a way of like revealing things about ourselves that maybe we didn't know before, confirming things about ourselves that maybe we suspected, um, revealing things about others that we didn't know before, and like seeing others in a new and in a different light as well. So, I don't know. Um, one of the one of the devotions that we did one night, so I'm kind of rambling now, but we I talked a little bit about this story, and so we talked about like God saw something in Moses that Moses was either hesitant to see himself um, or didn't see himself, and oftentimes other folks are able to see gifts in us that we don't see ourselves, and then in and then had all the members of the group say, like, what are the gifts that you see in each other? Mm. Right? Uh, and Kylie Wenberg, who went with us as one of the chaperones, um, she said, oh, so, so we get to speak for God in this moment? Yeah, we do, kind of. Um, which was kind of a cool thought. So. I like the idea of call and identity. Mm-hmm. Um, that if it if we really think about the sense of call, of being called to serve God, that that is part of our core identity. And then this, which plays with uh, our identity and the identity of God and our identity as it relates to the identity of God. Yeah. Right? Um, I remember one of my seminary professors, uh, Cindy Rigby, one of her refrains, and I took like three theology classes from her and this refrain made it into all three of the theology classes. And it was God is God and you are not mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Um, and so that's an important reminder and that's what God is trying to get to Moses. Moses like, I, who am I? And God said, I will be with you and you're going to be okay. Well, if I come to the Israelites yeah. and say to them, God's going to be with us. What does that mean? And God is reassuring Moses that he will be with him. That so part of his call, part of his identity is wrapped up in the identity of God. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. God doesn't answer the question. Which is interesting. Right? Yeah. Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And the response is, I will be with you. 
<laughs> this, mm, it doesn't really answer my question. Right? Well, Not but, directly. Right. Indirectly, it's mm-hmm. like, well, it doesn't matter who you yeah, are. I'm going to be with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, uh, Moses, the part of Moses, Moses' call story, but I, I'm not a good public speaker. God, God's like, a, I got you covered. Mm-hmm. We're going to take care of this. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a whole series of uh, questions. Right. Well, what if I go and I say these things and nobody believes me? All right, well, then you'll put your hand in your cloak and uh, pull out a snake, I guess. That'll, then everybody will believe you. <laughs> Here, have this staff. With this staff, you'll do many wondrous signs. If nobody believes that, that I'm going to take care of you while you're wandering through the wilderness, have the staff strike some a rock and water will come out and all of a sudden they won't all right. die, yeah. of, die of thirst. And it, it's... It's interesting that Moses has these objections, particularly this one about I'm I'm not eloquent and I am slow of speech. Um, and okay, well, this person will speak for you. But then when Moses goes back to Egypt, he spends a lot of like he spends a lot of time just directly talking to Pharaoh. This is the way that I seem to remember those stories. Like I don't remember those stories being, okay, and then Moses whispered into Aaron's ear, and Aaron you know, spoke out loud to Pharaoh. Right. Like no, Moses and Pharaoh just having conversations. Yep. Right? Um, and so it, you know, somewhere along the way, maybe Moses came to trust in what God saw in him or um, or whatever the case may be, but which is, is probably true for us as, as disciples as well. Um, we would really like for the safety net to be there. Yeah. And then a lot of time we don't really need it. Yeah. But, so that's what we're thinking. Kind of. I don't really know. <laughs> so on Sunday, like, so our, our participants, uh, I'm sending them sort of prompts uh, and they'll reflect on those over the course of the week and then share their reflections with us. I mean, we spent time reflecting all during the week in the evenings. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what they, what they have to share, what they are taking away from the trip, how they think that the trip is going to stay with them. In some way. So, yeah, should be good. Sounds great. Yeah. Should we switch gears? Sure. Let's talk about what's happening in the life of the church. All right. All right. It's summertime. Uh, We're on our summer schedule, which means we're not doing Christian Ed stuff right now uh, on Sunday mornings. And so, uh, and at least for the month of June and through July 2nd, we're just going to have one worship service. It will be at 1030 in the morning. And uh, that's that. Mm-hmm. So come join us for worship at 1030. Mm-hmm. Uh, throughout the week and on some weekends, we're doing some other Christian ed stuff with our children and with our youth. Uh, we just did a movie night last night for elementary. We'll do one of those again in July and one in August uh, where we do a short Bible study on a Disney movie and then watch the movie. Um, and then the middle school youth are meeting somewhat regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boys with you and the girls with Rose and 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's been good too. So that's kind of what's going on with uh, Christian Ed and worship, mm-hmm. right? Seems like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I mentioned during my opening prayer, we have a group of pilgrims leaving for Scotland on Thursday. Uh, I am among that group, uh, as are my wife and daughter, and uh, 20 other folks. we got 23 people headed to Scotland, mm-hmm. uh, which yeah. is what we call our mother church, where the Presbyterian Church was, was born. So we're going to reconnect with our roots, if you will. Is that what you're doing? I think so. Okay. There will be some rooting, some reconnecting. You're going to root around in Scotland. Yep. All right. Yep. Let's see if you can find those. I don't know. What do they grow in Scotland? Uh, Barley? Potatoes? Hmm. Sheep? Yeah. Okay. You'll find out. Uh, and I'll come back and report it to you. In yeah. fact, stay once tuned. You, because once you find their roots, and you'll find August 13th, uh, the Travelers of Scotland will be helping to lead the worship service, similar to how the Go and Serve kids do. Uh, but we'll have the benefit as well of a bagpiper oh, and yeah. a choir. Hmm. So. Uh, we don't need those things. Nope, because you're much cooler than us. Well... Waiting for the official results of the survey to come back, but the initial polling indicates Indeed. that we're not. <laughs> uh, with regard to our ministry for uh, children and youth, uh, one thing I neglected to mention earlier was Vacation Bible School is coming up. That is June 26th to 29th, and uh, we have enough volunteers lined up. Thanks be to God, and thank you to any volunteers who might be listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we're looking for now are uh, kids. <laughs> so if you know someone who is of an age that they would like to attend Vacation Bible School, whether that is a child, a grandchild, a niece, a nephew, uh, or a neighbor or a friend, uh, invite them. Uh, currently, uh, we've got about 20 kids signed up. We'd love to double that number. Um of the 20 kids who are signed up, though, uh, less than half of them are members of our own church. So this is a great outreach into our larger community, and so we hope we can do that. This... And that's pre-K through fifth grade? Correct. Right? Oh. Anything else we need to tell them about? And that seems like the big stuff for now. So. All right. Yeah. Let's have a prayer. All right. Loving and gracious God, we thank you for the calling that you have placed upon our lives. We thank you for all the things that have gone into shaping and forming us. We pray, O God, that we might uh, remember and realize that, that we're not done growing. We're not done learning. We're not done um, becoming your disciples uh, and becoming ever new creatures within you. I grant, O oh God, that your identity, that who you are, um, may cover for us and that we may find ourselves in you. In your gracious and loving name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, with all those things said and done, until next time, toodaloo.